Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, the 26th day of May, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are present and accounted for and ready for a Thursday show, which should include Big J's got a nerd alert for you. We have a chance for you to win some money at 7.30 with the X-Rock Double Dare. That's going to happen. Some star set and red tickets for a show that's now less than a week away is going to be happening for the Rev Center over the course of the program today. And all sorts of fun and excitement. That's the goal. And I believe it's achievable, because I believe in us, Big J. Thank God. Uh, Not a lot of people do, but you know what? What? Who doesn't? I feel like we're underdogs, Big J. How can we be... uh, We can't claim underdog status at this point. Why not? We're too successful. We've been around for 15 years. Nobody does that. But also, like, I mean... Number one morning... I mean, no, we're not the underdog. Hang on. Let me pitch my case. Okay, please. There's a lot of morning shows out there. Agree or disagree? Yeah. They have a lot of help to help beat their drum, don't they? You're, okay, you're right. You know, and I would say that those successful morning shows get more help, you know, to keep them successful. Right. <laughs> right. I'm starting to see your point. Right. Like, they have, like, probably more than two people working on said successful show. Yes, right? you're right. To help put it together. And, uh, and I believe that they have ways to, I don't know, promote the show in some ways, shapes, or forms. Yeah. But this has always kind of been a homegrown kind of a thing. And now, listen, I'm not denying the fact that we've been successful. I'm extremely grateful in for it. In spite of the lack of help. That's exactly it. Yes. I feel like that's one of those deals. And I feel like we continue to overcome. And that's a testament to both uh, the work that we do, Big J, and uh, really, really dumb luck. And so, dumb luck. Well, sure, I believe that's part of it. You know how we get our ratings, right? And so, I think like that's part of how it all comes together. But I think that we deserve a little bit of credit for that. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. I don't think we're like this big Godzilla, you know, monster kind of stomping through town. I'd like to feel that way sometimes, Wouldn't but it be nice? it's just not that kind of operation. Like people get out of the way when we come in to a, a building. No, I don't want. I don't want that necessarily. Oh, I don't want the fear oh, okay. of people to you say respect and fear. And I mean, I take that literally. Yeah, no, I mean it, but uh, I don't mean like I want people to actually cower from us. Oh, okay. I don't feel like that's advantageous towards us or the show in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Doesn't seem on brand. No, no. But I mean, it's a little bit on brand for Big J. <laughs> but the show as a whole, I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. See if we can't sprinkle in a little bit of that underdogness during the course of the show today. But we also play some music. Let's start with some Foo Fighters this morning. It's The Pretender kicking things off here on The Morning After on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Over the course of the last decade, we have had a gentleman named Lee Flynn on this show a couple of times here from the Treasure Valley. You remember Lee, don't you, Big J? Yeah. Uh, Of course, we are talking about him because it was a decade ago that Lee founded something that has come very handy over the course of the last decade that is called the Idaho Suicide Prevention Hotline. And it's a very important number and hotline, and we've talked to Lee over the last decade about many changes that the hotline has made, and he made one yesterday. Uh, That's a pretty big one, Big J. They are changing the name. It is now operating under the Idaho Crisis and Suicide Hotline name. And uh, there's a reason for that, according to Lee. It's because, listen, you know, they call for a lot of reasons. Not necessarily everybody that calls the hotline is on the fence and whether or not they're going to stick around. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of different things that can cause you to feel awful, isolated, terrible, and questioning a lot of things. And the hotline is prepared to handle all those things. So 
they decided to change the name to make it a little bit more inclusive as to all of the things that they do. Uh, so it's now the Idaho Crisis and Suicide Hotline. Of course, it, nothing else changes. Everything else stays the same. Still available 24 hours a day. Still available seven days a week. Still have the three ways you can reach out. You can call 800-237-8255 or 208-398-4357. And then, of course, you can text as well to that particular number, 389-4357. You can actually go that way. You can also chat with somebody online via their website. But Lee wanted to make sure that everybody knows that there's lots of different reasons and lots of different things that can help you out with, whether it's suicidal thoughts, whether you just need a mental health check, whether you're having relationship issues, loneliness issues, addiction, substance abuse issues, physical health problems, financial troubles. They are ready and willing to help and listen on all those topics, not just suicidal thoughts. So a nice change of pace and change of name for a wonderful thing here that has helped Oh, I don't know, over 95,000 people since it started uh, wow. a decade ago. So it does fantastic work, and it does great stuff and leaves a good man. Continues to do good work. So a reminder, there's help out there if you need it, no matter what kind of stuff that you're going through. Somebody's out there. You're not alone. They're happy to help you through this particular journey and path that you're going down. Another day, another unwatchable game in the NBA, Big J. The uh, Celtics beat the Miami Heat 93-80 to last night, that including the Celtics going on a 26-2 run in the third and fourth quarters to pull away. They now have the lead 3-2 in that series. Game 6 Friday in Boston, Celtics hoping to close it out. Great game in hockey last night. Blues 5, Colorado Avalanche 4 in overtime. Colorado's trying to uh, actually wrap up that series at a 3-0 lead. And the Blues came storming back, including scoring with less than a couple minutes in third and uh, pretty quick there in overtime to grab the victory. Congrats to them. The uh, Blues now travel back home to try to stick around and force a Game 7. Big J, uh, Will Smith is continuing to lay low following his Oscar slap. Apparently, uh, even though... Uh, it's a pretty big event that uh, that HBO, uh, excuse me, that Peacock held for Bel Air, the show that he helped create and is executive producer for. Will Smith decided to skip that particular event uh, that happened on Hollywood in Tuesday, and everybody was kind of hoping he was going to be there or expecting him to be there, mostly because he helped launch the show and has been fairly visible in the promotional uh, aspects of it. But he continues to kind of keep things on the DL since he publicly assaulted Chris Rock. So we'll see where that goes, but don't expect to see him anytime soon. You understand, Big J? Okay. He's not going to answer any of your questions. <laughs> Green Day, time of your life here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, and we can talk about a subject that I feel like Big J would probably have a hot take or two on. Uh, we're both sports fans for the most part, I would say, Big J. Yeah, sporting fans. Uh, well, I would say you're probably a football fan is really what it boils down to. There's not two other sports that kind of make their way into your subconscious but uh if i were to say the name ricky williams it'd be somebody that you're familiar with right yeah of course did man. you ever watch that 30 for 30 on espn that they did about him no it's actually pretty amazing um you know uh you know if you for those of you not familiar ricky williams was probably one of the best college football running backs of all time yeah, university of texas and uh heisman trophy winner and uh and the the new orleans saints did something really stupid which is they traded away pretty much every pick they had so that they could trade up and grab a running back yeah, back, by Dicka. Right, and then Dicka. he wore dreadlock. It was a bad call all the way around. Uh, and listen, that's not Ricky Williams' fault, that a team gave up their whole draft yeah. to draft him. But with that, when something some team does something that un, you know that unsubstantiated before, all of a sudden the pressure comes on. And believe it or not, despite the amount of crap that Ricky Williams gets, that dude performed in the NFL for a bunch of seasons. Uh, and then didn't like the the pressure that he was under in in in, in New Orleans and decided that he was a step away. Now marijuana played a big role in all that kind of stuff. And again, we're in a different place and a different world now with marijuana than we were when Ricky Williams was getting suspended for smoking it. But he had mentioned that he had some you know anxiety issues. He had some real public speaking in public yeah, issues. He's still working in this arena now. Exactly. I mean, these are real, actual, diagnosable things that he was going through. And also, by the way, trying to carry a friend franchise on his shoulders, which wasn't easy, and they weren't performing that great, but it wasn't Ricky Williams' fault. Anyway, he goes to Miami, and oh, by the way, has another fantastic couple of years, but they have some contract stuff, and he essentially kind of disappears from the NFL. My point is, Ricky Williams has become a pretty big punching bag for no reason whatsoever, other than the fact that the dude uh, smokes pot to deal with his anxiety issues, and thought that there were more things important than football, and that is like the cardinal sin to a sports fan. 
that when something in your life is more important than the sport that we want to see you play, all of a sudden you're a bad guy, and it's a weird thing. Yeah, I always thought it was a damn shame. It um, is a damn shame. It's because awful. Because he, he, he could have been, who knows, he could have been even better had he been in a, in a place where that was something that you would, wouldn't have been a, that big of a deal. Right. Right. Like if he was in the NBA. Uh, well, it's not even about pot. I, I just feel right. like there were so many like expectations heaped on that guy. And he performed, but it was just too much because, he. hey, I mean, you can't give away a whole season's draft and not expect you to do something for crazy. For a running back. Right, right. I mean, that was now a little bit more. Now we can see it for like, the greatest quarterback you'll ever not see. Right. That wouldn't be a problem if it was a quarterback. For some reason, if it was a running back, it was a big deal. And, oh, by the way, he's doing like 2,000, 2,600-yard seasons total with running and catching. I mean, it's crazy numbers he put up, but it wasn't enough. The point is, the only reason we talk about Ricky Williams now for some reason is to make fun of him. And he is back in the news, and it surprises me how off I feel a lot of these takes are. Did you see that he's back in the news, and did you see why? I have not seen. So all of the sports talk people are talking about him and making fun of him again, and you want to know why? It's because Ricky Williams got married, and he took his wife's name. And Those everybody, sons of bitches! And everybody is calling him out and taking him to the mat because he had the audacity to take the the last name of his wife of five years. They've been married for five years, and he decided his marriage needed more balance. This is one of those hippy-dippy Ricky Williams things, and that's fine. He's like, listen, I want more balance in my marriage, therefore I'm going to take my wife's name. And so he changed his name, but everybody is calling him out on it, and it's like, why is this a big What's his deal? new last name? His new last name is Miriam. So he's Ricky Mirian, M-I-R-O-N. Oh, boy. And so uh, that's why he... An old lady's name. <laughs> Well, it's a last name, Big J. What an idiot. Uh, okay, so you're a pilot on now. All no, right. I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, and you are somebody that 10 years ago took the name of your wife as well. You changed your yeah. name. Yeah. And you've had to deal with some scrutiny because of it, because people can't wrap their heads around it for some reason. I, I just don't understand. I don't know if I, ha- if I have. Nobody's well, ever said anything to me like, hey, how stupid are you for changing your name? You forget, but I remember. You may want to go back on your title. There was an argument back and forth. I believe Pete was, going, uh, was making fun of you a little bit in this particular particular world uh but again it was 10 years ago so my battle could be rusty (laughs) i think you're both doing just fine and uh and so you know it's one of those deals where it it does seem like it's really weird that it's expected and okay for the ladies to do it when you get married but when if a guy wants to do it god forbid all of a sudden it's like what do you all of a sudden it's the hardest thing in the world to do you have to go down and change your name and it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination but it's weird to me that it's okay for the women to have to do this work and have since the beginning of time but the second a dude does it all of a sudden it's the craziest thing anybody's ever heard yeah, well, it certainly turns tradition on, on its head, which is part of the controversy. Right. For whatever reason, that became the tradition. Yeah, I don't know why it's a thing, but it is a thing, uh, and it doesn't have to I'd be. like to hear why he decided he wanted to do that. I told you. He said he, <clears throat> he wanted more balance in his marriage, and oh. he thought the way to do that would be to make her a more permanent part of him, oh, and in changing his name was his way to do that. It's a real new way. Mine was a little more simplistic than that, and it was basically just to help the adoption of my kids. Right. So, uh, and the last name that they wanted to have. And so that's the way uh, I felt this would just be easiest. Plus, my name was so mundane. I'm like, hey, I have a cool last name now. Something that's some stupid Smith name. And hell, maybe, let's be honest, maybe he's not talking about it, but that could be Ricky Williams' reasons behind it. I mean, there's yeah. not a more common name in the country yeah. than Williams and, and Smith. for a period of time, I was hiding from the mafia. So. There's also that, right. And maybe this is his way of kind of really finally removing himself from the spotlight. So a goofy reason why he's in the news, but one that ties into our very own Big J in a way. And that is... Trendsetter. Yeah, whatever you well, want to do, do, man. Whatever you're not makes a trendsetter, but... Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, Big J's got a nerd alert for you. It's next on the X-Rocks. Nick Talk. The best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. And the Top Gun sequel, Top Gun Maverick, is finally ready for takeoff in theaters. It's happening now. And that means the Microsoft Flight Simulator's long-delayed tie-in has arrived as well. The expansion for the flying game launched on uh, yesterday as it's free for all Microsoft Flight Simulator players. And I did not have a chance to download this and check it out. But uh, the new content is designed to put you right in the 
center of uh, some Top Gun style action. It includes a new Top Gun Maverick Edition livery for the FA-18E Super Hornet, as well as three Super Hornet training missions designed after some complicated fighter pilot maneuvers, including unrestricted takeoffs and split S maneuvers. There's also five other challenges, all centered around flying very low and very fast, and one challenge that requires players to land on an aircraft carrier. This expansion also introduces a new hypersonic aircraft that can reach Mach 10 and altitudes higher than 150,000 feet. To go along with that, there's also a new mission to take your flights into the stratosphere. So that's pretty cool. Uh, will you be able to buzz the tower? Yeah, uh, Yes, you should be able to. If not, it's a huge misstep, right? Absolutely. And, and I'm sure you're going to be uh, MIGs and bogeys on your uh, on your six, right? There's no MIGs. Huh? There's no MIGs or bogeys. Oh, there's no, there's like, no... There's no, like, dogfighting or anything like that? Not in Microsoft Flight Simulator at this time. So that there's that, but I'm sure you can live it up if you want in DCS. Uh, TikTok is now TikTok Live, baby. A new subscription program that allows creators to engage with their communities in real time. So this program will work on a monthly basis. It will initially be available only to creators who have received invites. The beta test launches today and will roll out globally in the coming months. TikTok says the live subscription offering will support creators in increasing their revenue. Meanwhile, subscribers will be given perks including subscriber badge, which will be displayed on their TikTok profile and creator-specific emotes. They'll also get access to a subscriber-only chat with creator. And according to TechCrunch, the prices offered will be comparable to Twitch or subscription start at $4.99 per month. So, yeah, they're just basically doing what Twitch does. So this is basically you can pay your people that you follow or charge your followers uh, on TikTok for this is live-only functions, basically? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and basically, uh, it's going to be just like Twitch. And you've got a lot of gamers who, and some people who are already broadcasting live on Twitch. Now they're just giving this the avail- availability for those creators to make money off of that. Anybody you follow on Twitch that you pay for? No, no, no. Anybody I, on I, I mean, TikTok I, that you would pay for to follow? Oh, on Twitch that I follow that I pay for? I don't get to watch Twitch that much because because with Twitch, you have a free subscription thanks to Amazon Prime. So I'm an Amazon Prime mm-hmm. you know, holder, so I can follow somebody. And I think right now that free follow is being used for our friend Adam. Okay. Um, but no, I, I so I, I haven't paid for a subscription. Every now and then I will pay for a subscription on YouTube. Um, but that's uh, this is also even cheaper than that. Um Anybody on TikTok you can see yourself paying for for this? Nah, because I don't spend that much time on TikTok. I mean, I wouldn't go, you know what, I'm going to go follow this game person on TikTok. I mean, unless they start doing things specific and they do a contract with somebody and say, you can only stream here, that would be a different thing. And maybe that'll come along down the road, but maybe. we'll see. Feels like the Twitter thing to me, whereas it's an option, but not a lot of people will take advantage of it because nobody wants to pay for Ultimately, it. Ultimately, it's to help the creators. Sure, so. you hope. Well, I mean, either you can, either will or won't. So there you go. Uh, one of Sony's top priorities going forward is to ramp up production for the PlayStation 5, duh, to meet unprecedented demand for the console. Now, this was in a briefing with investors uh, here the other day, and the company said that it expects to close the gap in PS4 and PS5 sales this year after the newer console lagged behind its older sibling in 2021. Sony blamed that lack of PS5 sales on its inability to build enough units due to ongoing supply chain shortages in its quarterly earnings report. There's no lack of demand. Based on the data, Sony presented it takes only 82 minutes nick to sell 80,000 ps5 units whereas it takes nine days to sell the same number of ps4s yeah because one's available the other's not yeah the company now expects to be able to produce more units as supply chain shortages have eased up a bit but the pandemic's impact on parts availability still remains a concern also uh this is sony's annual days of play sale it's live now so offering discounts on hundreds of games dlc and even the playstation 5 dual sense controllers one of the better physical deals in a sony's dual sense controller for ps5 so the controller which ranges in prices from you know seven 70 bucks to, to almost $75, depending on the color, is for sale now at $59.99 at retailers, which includes Sony's PlayStation Direct website. Check it out. Days of Play is a great way to save some money if you're looking yeah. for a game for sure. Wish they would do this more, if we're being perfectly honest. That your Nerd Alert? That's the Nerd Alert. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. We got some important stuff. Hold tight for that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, we are a material society. I feel like we always have been. We love to keep up appearances, even if they're not always factual. 
And according to a brand new study of U.S. adults, boy, do we want to make sure people don't think that we have financial problems. I'll tell you what. Apparently, two-thirds of us have avoided social events because we've either been embarrassed or uncomfortable about our financial situation. Can you say guilty or not guilty to that, Big Jim? Uh, not guilty. Uh, among the events they say they've avoided in the one-poll survey, birthday parties, weddings, happy hours, networking events, that kind of stuff. And it says that th- what also falls into this particular category is they couldn't afford to go. Now, now, have you? can you change your mind? Um, no, I don't think so. Really? I mean, even in, in your life? I mean, not now, maybe, but there's got to be some event that you were invited to that you couldn't afford to go to, right? Mm, I can't think of anything. Because I can think of a couple of destination weddings from friends and stuff that I got invited to that would involve a lot of travel and a lot of money spent. And back in the day, ain't no way I could afford to do that. No way. And so I had to say pass to a couple of different Yeah, I never would have been offered those things when I, I was poor. <laughs> so I see. Uh, or maybe a birthday party that you uh, decided you couldn't go to because you didn't want to, you know, get a present or is too, you know, too much for you or whatever. The yeah, case nothing may be. stands out, but I'm sure there was. There probably is for everybody. Regardless of how much money they earn, 57% of people say their finances will also stress them out in some way. I can certainly understand that particular answer. And 61% are very uncomfortable talking about their financial stress with other people. Period. Not the end. Survey also found that 58% of people feel alone in experiencing financial stress, like they don't even want to discuss it with their significant other, and 51% are ashamed of their financial difficulties, Big J. And, of course, 42% saying that their financial problems certainly has an effect on their self-esteem, which also I can understand. Because, again, it's the society that we live in, man. It's the have and the have-nots, and if you have not, you don't feel very good about yourself. And that shouldn't be the way that it is, but... Unfortunately, it is. So maybe this will help you realize that if you are feeling down in the dumps about it, you're certainly not alone. Way more of us than less have actually felt the same way that you're feeling at some point. And hopefully it gets better. Boston Celtics beat the Miami Heat 93-80 to last night. They're up 3-2 to in the Eastern Conference Finals. Game 6 Friday in Boston. Hopefully wrapping this thing up because uh, the sooner the playoffs can get better, over, the better. Uh, the playoffs in the hockey are very good. The Blues beat the Avalanche 5-4 in overtime. Nice comeback victory for the Blues to stave off elimination. Uh, Colorado still leads that series 3-2, but it'll be tomorrow in St. Louis where we have Game 6 where the Blues will again try to extend things. Well, Big J, it looks like that Elvis movie is good, at least if you believe the Cannes Film Festival. The movie uh, screened for the first time ever at Cannes and got a 10-minute standing ovation after it was all said and done. Of course, Baz Luhrmann is the filmmaker behind it all. Tom Hanks pops up in the movie, and uh, a gentleman you've never heard of plays Elvis, but the audience at Cannes apparently very, very happy with the film. Does that make you want to see it, or do you not care? Um, I mean, maybe I'll see it just because my mom loved Elvis. Right. And so, you like Tom Hanks, too, right? You yeah. You have a problem with him. Uh, he, of course, playing the colonel in this particular movie. And uh, we'll see how it does when it opens up in box office and if it makes any money. But apparently, at least according to the Cannes Film Festival, it's pretty damn good. Here's traffic. The last movie, Big J, to get a standing ovation that long? Inglorious Bastards. So it's how long was it? Uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes standing over. See, I heard the same thing about Top Gun. So I'm calling hogwash on all those reports. Oh, what? That it got a 10-minute standing ovation? So maybe the, maybe your movie... <laughs> Did it premiere in Cannes as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Weird. Apparently, Tom Cruise, there's a standing ovation, everything. I believe it. Now, maybe it wasn't 10 minutes. Maybe it was 8 minutes. Yeah. I'm sure but the I don't standing know who ovation. It. I, I have no idea. Who's standing around? Is there a guy at the end of the theater and he's like, all right, I'm hitting the button. Yeah, and there see must how long be, this ovation goes. Must be a stopwatch. Yeah, that goes because apparently they timed it back when the Glorious Bastards premiered as well. Morning after with Nick and Big J, your chance to win some cash with the X Rock Double Dare coming up. Big J, what is the category? Uh, the category is going to be a fun one cereal mascots. All right. You have to know your breakfast cereal, one of Big J's weakest subjects, if you think. You're going to bring home some well, cash. I don't have to. Nope, you don't have to worry about it. You just have to ask the uh, questions. Lucky me. How about we see what's up inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Tate's Rents? <laughs> 
rocks. Yep, let's play around at the X-Rock Double there. See if we can't give away some money this morning. That's the goal. Let's welcome in Caller X this morning. His name is Mike. Hey, Mike, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. How are you? We're hanging in there. We'd hopefully like to get you to win some cash. Here is your category today, Big J. Cereal mascots. Are you a breakfast cereal fan, or is this going to be a subject that could be a battle for you, Mike? No, this should be all right. All right. Let's see how you do. Good luck. We'll start with the $50 question. Sonny the Cuckoo Bird is Coco for what cereal? Cocoa Puffs. Right. There you go. It's Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's Cuckoo. But all right. Cuckoo. <laughs> all right. $100. Toucan Sam is the bird mascot for this popular Kellogg cereal. Fruit Loops. Right. That I mean, is $100 in your pocket. S- screaming down the road Pretty here, man. damn quick. You could take that $100 and walk away, or you can just go for the $200 question, which is supposed to be the hardest of the bunch. What would you like to do, Mike? Let's go for it. Man. Okay. 200 bucks. Diggum the Frog is the mascot for this puffed wheat sweetened cereal. Sugar Smacks. Or now they're Honey Smacks. That's Whoa. good enough. Right. Wow, good man. Enough. And the history lesson. Damn. We will take it. We were looking for honey smacks. That's what you gave us. So congratulations, man. $200 in your pocket. That breakfast cereal fund pays off for you. Good work, Mike. That's how it's supposed to go. The breakfast cereal mascots questions will continue throughout the day. 1230 today with Jason Drew. 530 today with Adam. Your next chance to cash in and hopefully be like Mike, if you will, and take home 200 bucks today just like he did. Perfect job, and he didn't even break a sweat doing it. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will do some We're Going to Hell action. That's next in the x Rock. Hey. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Truly a we're going to hell story because the gentleman that's a star of this story will be burning in his own private hell, I'm sure, because it's about a scumbag from Florida, Big J. Oh, boy. And this scumbag's name is Alexander Lazinski, and he has been around for a while, basically committing every kind of white-collar crime you can think of. You understand? Yeah. Uh, He's accused of wire fraud, of bank fraud, of money laundering uh, related to a scheme in which he used a bunch of fake charities in order to receive two payroll protection plan loans during the pandemic. So uh, he's the worst of the worst, basically. Trying to come up with a scam and schemes to squeeze as much money out of a terrible tragedy as possible, and he managed to do that. But they caught him, Big J. Good. But once a weasel, always a weasel, as he proved in his day in court when they were getting ready to start up his trial uh, down there in Florida. And Alexander presented a letter to the court that caused them to take a brief recess to do some investigation. He see, he brought to the proceedings a letter that was a presidential pardon from former President Donald Trump. Alexander presented the letter saying he and Trump are friends. And this was a, uh, a deal that they made uh, at, before he lost the election, and he gave him this letter so they should ask, get out of trouble. Uh, of course, Big J, he's being sued by the federal government because they're the ones that unsco- uncovered this whole scam. So, you know, the prosecutors really only took a phone call to get uh, the Justice Department on the phone, and they're like... Uh, Yeah, no, we have a list of all the pardons, and uh, there's a lot of them here, but his name is not on that list. This is not an official pardon letter. And so while he can prove that he and Donald Trump are friends, there is absolutely zero proof that this letter was an actual pardon and certainly wasn't listed among the presidential pardons that were on Donald's ledger before he left the office. So you can tack on another forgery charge to the charges that he is being presented with pretty guilty on that one for sure yeah and a reminder that he is now uh talking about adding another 30 years onto his sentence because of it so whoops maybe i mean listen if you're gonna pull out a fake presidential pardon try not to be sued by the federal government in the process because i'm guessing somebody will have some connections to figure out if what you're telling is truthful or just a fib and it ended up being a fib So, not a surprise that he tried to weasel his way out of it being uh, a scumbag and trying to fake his way through something. It worked for him, for the most part, for a better part of his life. But not this time around, pal. Finally caught up with him. Uh, He wanted to do so. The main reason he came up with this idea is because the government has also also frozen his bank accounts. They tend to do that when you're involved in wire fraud. 
and he wanted to have them unfrozen. He The idea was he didn't care about going to jail or sentences. He just wanted his money back for a while. So they kind of came to the conclusion that he was trying to get the hell out of Dodge, you know, and he yeah. needed money in order to do that. Well, plan foiled, additional uh, charges thrown on top of things, and his idea didn't quite go like he thought it was going to go. So they may not get you all the time, Big J, but when you're stuck and they get you good, watch out. Better yet, don't commit crimes. Shut up, crime. I like that idea as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. I know you've got a busy weekend planned, Big J, and you're not going anywhere, but a lot of people are for Memorial Day weekend, and they're taken to the roads. About 35 million people are expected to travel this weekend somewhere, according to AAA. Unfortunately, uh, you'll be paying quite a bit for gas. For perspective, in 2019, gas cost less than $3 per gallon. This year, it's over $4.50 for a regular gallon on average. The United States uh, EPA have a calculator tool on their website that can be set up or kind of make for any make or model of vehicle that you have, as well as the local gas price area to where you're going, so that way you can estimate exactly how much it will cost to drive in 25-mile increments. So for a Toyota Camry, it costs about $14.08 on average for a 100-mile trip. While in California, it's about $18.76 because California has the highest gas in the country right now. So there's that. All depends on where you're going and uh, how far you're traveling in order to get there. But it's going to cost you some money to get from point A to point B this time around. So just so you know, I can't imagine anybody would be shocked if they're planning on taking a road trip to know it's going to cost them a little bit to get there. But... It is nice to know that there's a calculator on there that can check it out. Yeah, how nice. So you can know exactly or at least close to how much it's going to cost for you to get there. Colin Kaepernick worked out for the Raiders yesterday, according to ESPN. It's his first workout with an NFL team since 2016. His first real meeting with the team since 2017 when he sat down with the Seattle Seahawks and they eventually passed on signing him. Now, the Raiders have plenty of quarterbacks on the roster. They have Derek Carr. They traded for Jared Stidham from the Patriots last month. And they have Nick Mullins as well, who signed with the team in the offseason. So I imagine they're looking for a sturdy and steady backup to Derek Carr in the process. And Kaepernick said he's open to be a backup this time around. So we'll see what happens. I think there's another element here that Mark Davis wants to just give a big bird to the NFL. Could very well be. And we'll see what happens here. Of course, he has yet to be signed and anything has even been talked about. So who knows where it goes from here. But at least he's meeting with teams. Celtics win last night. Blues win on the ice to force the Game 6 in their series with Colorado. Do you care that a live-action Speed Racer series could be coming to Apple TV Plus, Big J? Well, two things here. Uh, A, I don't have Apple Plus, so no. And, And another thing, Speed Racer, eh, no. Never really into it? Not really, no. Even if I told you J.J. Abrams is involved? What? Oh, no. No, I don't care. Did you ever watch the movie? No, I never did that the Wachowskis made you didn't no I mean I, I watched the cartoons obviously um, as a kid but never yeah. it was never really my style so it wasn't something that I loved you've got a real issue with that anime style of, uh, of it but this is yeah. live action so it's different of course much like the movie was there wasn't a bunch of anime stuff but I thought the the speed racer I never really got into the cartoon either I feel like it was even before our time a little bit if we're being honest didn't it seem that way? It wasn't like when we were kids it was at its most popular. Wasn't it like something that I think I it felt was like, a little bit after. Yeah. yeah. Oh, after I thought it was before us. Oh, really? I could be wrong, but I was one I'm wondering when the popularity of Speed Racer was. But uh the movie I thought was visually pretty impressive, but yeah, I didn't care much for the plot. So we'll see where this ends up goes. It's just in development. Nothing has been done, but JJ Abrams is involved and they are talking about bringing it to Apple TV Plus. Oh jeez. So we'll see. What what are we talking about? The original run for Speed Racer was in the 60s. Bam, I rest my case. Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we got a Morning After prize package here this morning. We have tickets to Red and Star Set, which is happening at the Revolution Center, happening next Wednesday. It's June 2nd? 1st. 1st, June 1st, everybody. So that's going to be a great show. We want to get you tickets to that. And the Idaho Horsemen have one final game for the uh, regular season. That is on Sunday night. And, again, it's going to be Alzheimer's night. So another chance, if you missed out, to help uh, uh, the uh, folks at Treasure Valley Subaru raise some money 
for Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. We'll be doing the whole football toss again thing all over again. So we'll get you set up with those tickets if you can beat, well, when you beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. It is an inevitability. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you'd like to play for this prize package. Uh, Big J, are you ready? I'm ready. And to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Good morning, man. What's your name? Nick. All right, Nick, you're up first. Good luck. Nick, what year did the Berlin Wall fall? Was it 1989, 1985, or 2002? 1989. There you go. Right. Nick, what was the fictional fast food chain that Jules from Pulp Fiction uh, ate a burger from during a scene in the movie? That would be Big Kahuna Burger. Well done. Yeah, I don't know if you get the one or not. That's the one. I never know. That's a tasty burger. Yep, tasty damn burger and the world of transformers autobots were the good guys fighting the bad guys called what right yeah nick what is the highest grossing broadway show of all time i mean listen i think i'm torn because highest grossing to me means longest running just because it's been around forever so i'm gonna go with cats Cats is incorrect. Wrong. That is not right. Wicked? No. Is it Hamilton? No. Wrong. The Lion King. Right. Jesus. It has made well over a billion dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Congratulations, Other Nick. You got yourself tickets to Star Set and Red on Wednesday of next week. You're also going to go check out the Horseman game this Sunday. Please hold on one second, dude. We'll hook you up with all that stuff. Good question. Yeah, you got a, you got a, you got a question, right? I didn't flub up a question. I feel like this is a solid pop culture smackdown. You could uh, leave happy today. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do headlines next on the X Rocks. It's time for headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by T Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore and Big J in his live broadcast this Saturday, 2 to 4 at the old Kmart in Nampa because they're doing their million-dollar May Memorial Day weekend $5 car sale out there at the old Kmart in Nampa. So check it out. It starts today, goes all the way through Monday. Every vehicle sells for only $5 down. Make no payments till September. $1,000 Costco gift card uh, thrown in, plus every car sold over the next five days uh, gets part of the money donated to Big J's Beard Brigade, which is fantastic. And you can check him out there this Saturday, 2 to 4, Old Kmart in Nampa with the X and, of course, Team Osden, the pre-owned Superstore. Headlines are as follows. Whoa, watch out. Oh, honey, and whatever works. Oh, honey. Big J, bees are an important part of the environment. Agree or disagree? Yeah, so we've learned. But it doesn't mean they respect human transportation. A team of bee removal experts were called into Louisiana's Armstrong International Airport in New Orleans on Sunday to remove more than 15,000 swarming bees that had taken up residence on a piece of equipment. Craig Forsyth works for Bee Guys LLC. And Big J, if you don't think they spelled guy the Z in guys or the S in guys with a Z, you're wrong. Because it's a bee company, you understand? Yeah. And he said the bees were on a piece of equipment that was used for loading and unloading luggage from planes, but the bees were safely removed and relocated to a special place uh, and not bee heaven, Big J, so that's good news. Environment lives on, the luggage equipment can move, and everybody's happy. But it was a big job, apparently. 15,000 bees is a lot, man. Yeah. One would think that the equipment would have to be stationary for a fairly large amount of time for that kind of infestation to happen, don't you think? Well, you would think, yeah. So I don't know what was going on or why it was like that, or maybe it was just due to be fixed. Who knows? But they got him out of there. Well, watch out or whatever works. Whatever works. Uh, Peonies in the University of Michigan's Nicholas Arbitarium has a wee bit of help blooming this year after environmental engineering professors showered them with uh, unlikely fertilizer, Big J, they used human urine to make the flowers grow. Researchers and professors Nancy Love and Krista Whittington were passionate about uh, this particular fertilizer, especially when it comes to this brand of flower. And after receiving a $3 million grant from the National Science Foundation back in 2016, the duo began testing advanced treatment methods and spreading the word about the environmental and economic benefits of urine as a fertilizer. Huh. Now, it doesn't work for everything, but the people that have seen the demonstration on these actual flowers say, you know what, the power of pee is pretty real when it comes to this particular type of flower. So I'm not sure why we made that breakthrough or how, but uh, or how popular peonies are and how ironic that they're called peonies, by the way. 
and urine is what works on them. That seems strange to me, but I guess apparently it works. Now, how that it goes from, you know, raw human sewage into actual fertilizer, I don't know if there's any additions made to the actual urine. Yeah. Or it's just, you know, you can take a leak in your garden and watch the flowers grow. I don't know how that works. So you have to ask the University of Michigan, Big J. We're out of my element at this point. Mine too. Wrap it up with, whoa, watch out. Here we go, Big J. Authorities in Georgia are warning members of the public, watch out. There are two monkeys on the loose in a county near Savannah. The Effingham County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that it sounded like a scene from Jumanji, but it's not. There are, in fact, two monkeys on the loose in North Effingham. The monkeys are illegally owned by a resident there, and the Georgia Department of Natural Resources was contacted to help capture the loose primates. The Sheriff's Office has cautioned against residents trying to capture the monkeys because their behavior can be unpredictable. They don't want you to draw weapons on it because next thing you know, the monkeys get their hands on one and then watch out, right? Yeah. This is how this is how these movies start. And you got to be know, careful. You just created a Caesar. <laughs> it's your fault that Caesar's running around out there. Nobody like that. So please, if you are in and around the Georgia area over the next uh, Memorial Day weekend, watch out for monkeys. For goodness sake. Monkey see, monkey do. Morning after with Nick and Big J. And don't forget the five-finger death punch line. Monkey on a stick. Thank you very much, Big J. We had to complete the thought. It's not too bad, does it? That is re-entry by A Day to Remember and Mark Hoppus here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And to infinity and beyond, Big J. Maybe not. Uh, you know, when we were kids, Nick, at least, uh, you know, one of the things that a lot of uh, us dreamed about maybe was being an astronaut, going into space. We had Star Wars. We had Star Trek. We had all that stuff. Plus, you know, listen, we were taking regular trips into space. Uh, of course, not without its um, its tragedies and those things. But when you thought about it, you're like, NASA, man, that's they're the organization with the stuff together, right? I mean, obviously, they're sending people into space. Yeah, I mean, they're on the uh, the edge of the scientific world. They're making all the technological advancements. They're, they're figuring figuring out stuff they're coming up with the ways to make ice cream crunchy I mean, yeah you gotta figure something yeah out, right? and then in the 90s we're setting up oil rig people to save the world that's a movie though right but it's inspired <laughs> yes it is but it's inspired by you know just the whole thing of space and nasa and what could possibly happen if something was to go wrong right uh what? I mean, I so much so that they're investigating ways to destroy an asteroid in case that happens. Sure, but none of that involves uh, oil riggers. No, uh, yes, okay. clearly that's the, the 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 underscored hilarious thing about gotcha. uh, uh, Armageddon. I just want to make sure you understand that that's a fictional. Yes, I, I get okay. that part. But uh, here's what should be concerning to everybody: that uh, more than 200 spacewalks outside the International Space Station since it launched in 1998. But those spacewalks are now on hold. Because because of leaky spacesuits. Are we just not setting up replacements? Yeah, or we're no. not maintaining them properly? In fact, the spacesuits that NASA uses now are more than 40 years old. That's you can't make guys. some new spacesuits. Did you see the SpaceX spacesuit, guys? Now, I don't know if those are certified to be able to you know, do spacewalks and things like that. But listen, 40 years, the technology and materials and things like that has far advanced. You'd think that by now they would have come up with... Something to uh, to make it a more comfortable. <laughs> you see those spacesuits? Yeah, it's like bad news bears, man. I would think I have to go back because I'm not as well versed on my NASA knowledge as I was. But there there was something that happened like five seven years ago where I think basically they've said that manned space travel for NASA is no longer a priority. And so they're doing, they're working on unmanned stuff. And so maybe that's one of those things that has fallen by the wayside because they don't care about it that much anymore. Yeah, but I, but here's the problem is that now nobody cares about NASA. Also true. So it, part of that is because the, the public image of that was us going into space and doing stuff in space and, and, and those sort of things that we got when we were kids in the 60s and 70s and seeing the advancements that we're, that we're making. And then all of a sudden, you know, the money stopped flowing a little bit, but so did the concept for at least us to dream about what we could be doing in space. Well, I, there's also that, but I feel like we're just so jaded now that, that even that mysticism 
them and that interest would be lost on uh, current generation, if that makes sense. We didn't have a lot going on back then, so looking up to the space is a lot of cool things. Now, there's lots of options that they could have, and it, it, even if we were sending somebody to space every other week, I'm not sure it had the interest it garnered when we were kids, just because it is one of those deals that is fairly difficult to connect to. But well, I'm all for it if we can make it happen, but it doesn't sound like it's happening anytime soon. Well, they pushed a lot of that stuff onto uh, civilian operators like SpaceX. Sure. So maybe Elon and his team will create a new spacesuit to walk uh, out on. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but uh, even if they do, they'd have to probably give them to the people up at the space station. Who knows if they can work tandem to do that. But uh, it does seem like it is a failure of, of some sort of... Uh, mechanics in order to not have a new spacesuit in 40 years. We have to be able to do better than that. But that's why we got you on the job, right, Big J? Yeah. We hire a couple oil riggers to come up with new spacesuits, and next thing you know, we're on our way. I agree. Perfect. Armageddon 2, coming soon. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X-Rocks. Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we have a Morning After prize package here. Tickets to and uh, Star Set in Red, which is next week at the Rev Center. We'll get you set up with those. Also, tickets to the Idaho Horseman game. Last game of the season. It's happening Sunday. And uh, they, again, are giving to the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. Thanks to Treasure Valley Subaru. So, We'll get you set up with that if you figure out bad impressions. Pretty awesome. 208-287-1003. Our phone number, Big J, has three clues revolving around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And you've got a football game you're going to this weekend and a concert you're going to next week. That fills up your schedule pretty nicely. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? Uh, Will. All right, Will. You're up. Good luck. My daytime talk show had been on for 19 years as of today. Yeah, what's the next one? I took over for Oprah when it came to giving the studio audience tons of lavish gifts with 12 days of Christmas. Um, the next one. It all came down to an end when it seemed my producers were mistreating guests on the show, which made me look really bad for allowing it maybe being part of the problem. Um, Jimmy Fallon? Is it Jimmy Fallon? It is not. I, I wish I wish it was Jimmy Fallon. You want Jimmy Fallon's show to come? Yeah. Through? I don't believe you. Hello, the X. Hey, hey. This is Matt. All right, Matt, Matt. Did you hear the clues, or do you need him again? I need him again. My daytime talk show had been on for 19 years as of today. Okay, next one. I took over for Oprah when it came to giving the studio audience tons of lavish gifts with 12 days of Christmas. Okay, and the next one? It came to an end when it seemed my producers were mistreating guests on the show, which made me look really bad for allowing it and maybe being part of the problem. Williams? Mon- Mon- Montel Williams? Oh, no, you're boy. in the Wayback Machine, buddy. Sorry, no, that's not right. Maybe there's another reason this show got canceled. Dude's not <laughs> watching it. Nobody knows who she is. Hello, the X. What's up, guys? Hey, man. Hey. Who's Big J trying to be? I think he's trying to be Ellen DeGeneres. There you go. Wouldn't be the first time. Hang yeah. on one second, dude. We'll hook you up with those Star Set and Red tickets along with uh, the Idaho Horseman tickets. And why is Ellen in the news? Today, final show of the 19-year run for Ellen DeGeneres show is happening. And Jennifer Aniston, who was the first guest in 2003, will uh, end the show. Pink also going to be on it singing an emotional rendition of What About Us, one of <laughs> Ellen's favorite songs. And the insider tells the New York Post that Ellen will acknowledge singer Billie Eilish as propelling the next generation of entertainers, whatever that means. Uh, I don't understand. Have we decided who they've handed over the daytime crown to with Ellen wrapping it up? I don't know. Seems like, uh, at least from what I can tell, it's Drew Barrymore. That's what I think, too. I know they were trying to Which is a weird thing to say, man. I know. It's really weird, right? Yeah, especially after watching the Scream thing. I'm like, oh, man, think about that. One of the first people to die in that movie franchise is now a daytime TV talk show. And a popular one at that. So uh, did you used to watch it, or you just watched her primetime stuff? Ellen, no. The wife used to watch it all the time, and I would would watch because I think Ellen is very funny okay and uh she just did would do a lot of fun things and it was a it was a fun show especially the 12 days because they would give away all these prizes and it would just look like a lot of fun and the wife and i had talked about maybe 
you know, going and trying to get in on taping on that, but it's so difficult. Man, you listen. were this close to being verbally abused by Ellen. Wouldn't that be cool? I, it would be. I mean, listen, I've been verbally abused by some people. They aren't as cool as Ellen. <laughs> That's so. absolutely right. One of the best people to ever verbally abuse you, I think, without a doubt. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the x Rocks. <laughs> Cool. Hailstorm Steeple wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. It means the world to us. We appreciate it very much. Had a chance to give away $200 today, and boy, that feel good with the X-Rock Double Dare. Your serial knowledge is going to come in handy throughout the rest of the day. Perhaps you'll have a chance to win money yourself at 1230 and at 530. Nice nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. We talked about how forgery is not a great way to get out of a crime if it's easily found out to be a forgery. And, of course, we also had a chance to talk NASA, one of our favorite subjects. So, a uh, reminder, Big J going to be out about this weekend, Saturday, 2 to 4, at the Team Mazda $5 car sale. It's happening at the old Kmart in Nampa. It starts today, goes all the way through Monday, but the Memorial Day weekend $5 car sale uh, is really going to kick into high gear on Saturday, 2 to 4. Every vehicle out there, $5 down, no payments till September, $1,000 Costco gift card as well for gas, which is nice. So, no matter what kind of vehicle you're looking for, you'll find it, and a portion of each one gets donated to Big J's Beard Brigade, which is also very nice. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. I feel obligated to buy a car this weekend. Uh, well, I mean, listen, your obligation is your own, but it's happening Saturday 2 to 4. The rest of you are not obligated, but it'd be nice if you stopped by. No, you are. To say. Oh, Go buy a car. You're demanding it of them? <laughs> no. So be That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Listen, today you brought up to me off air a, a collaboration that uh, nobody expected nor wanted, probably, and that is Ritz Crackers collaboration and smashed with Oreo cookie. You're way more open to this collaboration than I thought you would be. Well, I, I mean, I can try it. It's just a damn little cookie. It's not uh, but like it's not, I gotta eat the whole no, box. That becomes the question. Is it a cookie or is it a cracker? It's a cracker cookie. Uh, okay. Uh, cookie cracker. And this, but you don't have a sweet tooth, first of all. Uh, and you don't like sweet and salty things together, which is both of these things. And you're interested in it, which is interesting to me. Are you going well, to try to get I like some? a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So, I mean, this isn't that far removed. Cookie cream. And I disagree. I th- feel like peanut butter and jelly is very different than Ritz crackers and Oreo cream together. But, uh, again, that's just my personal Here's opinion. the difference in us. I'm willing to give something a try. So, even if I know I don't like something. Yeah, I, no, and, and I, it's not that I won't try it. It's I know that like there's, there's plenty of things out there that you know you're not interested in when you see it right away, right? Sure. And therefore, you're not going to get into it. This is this is this for me. I am not interested in, I know what the flavors of Ritz crackers are. I know what the flavors of Oreo cracker cookies are. I have zero interest in those coming together for me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the likelihood of that happening for me is, is nil uh, because there's only a thousand limited edition of these uh, that they're going to go on sale at uh, 10 o'clock here right when we get off the air at oreo.com slash ritz and you don't care enough to wait in a virtual line is what you're saying right <laughs> no just making sure uh but no, those of you that do if, if the nabisco guys planted one right in my face i'd be like all right i'll try this oh sure if you were if no effort had to be given for you to attend yeah. something i believe that you'd probably be into it uh but anytime any kind of uh, effort is required that's when the interest level starts to dip down a little bit and you have to figure out if it's At worth least it. I'm willing to try it. Yeah, but not enough to actually do anything about it, right? Again, you don't even care. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by uh, Nikki Glazer, man. Coming to the Rev Center June 9th. Tickets are on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. Great seats just got released. Uh, she's very, very funny. So check out Nikki Glazer on the 9th at the Rev Center. And you can grab your tickets now. Ticketmaster.com. Jason Drew swinging in here next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. Oh.